Hi, and welcome to Transparent with Tina. I am Tina Marks, your host. Today's guest is vibrant. He is so inspirational. I could not stop watching his Instagram posts um, or reading his information. Really, I just kept wanting to dive deeper and deeper and deeper. He truly is not only just a, a wealth of information, but he's like so on target with what we need in this world to move forward in our lives. He's a business coach to fitness and wellness, uh, the health industry. He has a podcast. He has so many truths. He is amazing. Up next, Anthony Mendez. Welcome, Anthony. Uh, you know, we got we got to say, I just got to say this. This is say. this was a long time coming. We have had so many problems connecting. And even today, you know, it was like all set up. And then my Zoom, which has not been working, has been working. And then it wasn't working for you. And I just love your persistence and your calm because I'm a Scorpio. I'm really fiery. I'm like, oh, what now? Scorpio too. Oh, you are? Yeah. Right on. I didn't know yeah. that. What's your okay. birthday? Mine is the ninth. I'm the 13th. Okay. And my and my uh, brother is the ninth. How my funny. sister's the eighth, ninth. I'm the 13th. Oh, fantastic. Oh. But you've got a much calmer side. You must have like a different rising yeah. sign or something. They call me, they, they, people call me, I'm an interesting, they say I'm an interesting Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of other things though that they're like, that's the Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you know what? Scorpios are built. Most of us are built to be entrepreneurs. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, yeah you, I've heard about that. Did you know that? You know, I had Dr. Fried on not too long ago, and she's a psychologist. She's a psychological astrologist. And, you know, I thought, oh, I'm a Scorpio. I found out I'm a triple, triple Scorpio. And then you got to go like, what's your sun rising? What's your moon? Really fascinating. So if you uh, if you're into that stuff, I would recommend uh You'll definitely learning more about yourself because I know you are all about that, man. So um, let's get yeah. let's get into like how you found your your purpose. Yeah, for sure. You know, I say off the bat, you know, um, I think it's one of those things where for a long time, I've always somewhat knew um, in a way what I wanted to do. And what I mean by that is since since young um, and when I mean young, since I was like leaving high school, going to college around that that time frame and that age range, um, I always knew I wanted to do something in the health and wellness era. And I always did. I always said, I'm going to do something in health and fitness or health and wellness, but I never exactly knew what. And that was more of like, that was the discovery portion of what it led me to where I'm at today. Because through that process, I've gone, through, I've changed majors. Um, I tried different things and it was always health and wellness oriented, physical therapy, sports medicine, athletic training, kept switching, kept switching, kept switching. And finally I said, you know what, I'm going to be a personal trainer. And, um, through there, I was already doing what made me happy, you know? So I was already happy doing personal training, but I wasn't fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wasn't fulfilled because I knew, even though I knew health and wellness was my, my purpose, I knew that I wasn't living it to the ultimate, uh, potential, of fulfilling what exactly I wanted to do in health and wellness because I hadn't discovered that yet. Mm -hmm. and, and through that process of, you know, I've worked with, you name it, some of the biggest corporate wellness uh, companies in, as a trainer. You know, I worked with Bali Total Fitness, if you guys remember Bali's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
you know, so I worked with them. I worked with LA Fitness. I moved to New York for half a year and I moved back to work with Equinox. So I scouted through their academy. Um, and I did that whole corporate ladder. And during that time of really back in 2013, 2013, 2014, I started seeing the growth of Instagram taking off, you know, and I started seeing how crucial social media was becoming. And I dove into that. And when I started diving into it, uh, at you know, to the level that I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this as a serious, consistent thing, not just post every now and then and use it for fun. But when I was actually seeing it more as a, as an opportunity for, for exposure, brand building, turn it into a business. That's when made me realize that this is what I actually like. And I can actually infuse this with what I'm doing, which is health and wellness through that process. I was still a trainer, started playing, growing up the, the, uh, the rank, the rank, the ranking up of social media and learning the ins and outs. Um, and what I realized when I started pivoting, it took me out and I'll keep it short. It took me out of where I was in the corporate world, put me out independently. I even had my own, my own gym for two years. And when that happened, when I lost that gym, it made me realize when my partner split and we split that I didn't have to go back to a building. And when I found that, that's when I started seeing more of my purpose and in the sense of fulfillment. And that was the fact that my two partners had to run off and get studios and gyms and build another one up. And I said, hold up. I've been having my social media working for me. I was already doing online training. Even while I was running this gym, I was like, I'm fine and I'm happy and I like this. And that opened my eyes where I was doing fitness coaching online and I went all in. And when I went all in, I realized that I enjoyed more the business side of things. And I realized that I enjoyed the teachings of social media. I enjoyed the, the understanding how to operate the online business in the fitness world. And I said, that's my calling. That's what I need to do. And when I figured that out, I said, this is, this is why I always said, I knew I'm an entrepreneur. I knew I need to be doing something uh, beyond personal training, but it was going to be in the health and wellness space. And that's why I love doing what I do today. And that's what made me focus on fitness business coaching and helping coaches develop their online business using social media, and especially in today's world where it's needed, right? It's needed. It's, and we saw it with COVID, right? We saw the, the huge surges of where digital is going, where online fitness is going, uh, the opportunities it's giving people. And I was positioned, thank God I was positioned in a, in a, in a, in a, in a spot to give me the opportunity to, to shine during a time like this and be able to help coaches, most importantly, keep a job, right? Keep, keep their, their careers because a lot of people are just falling out, losing and not having any money, having no clients. And, you know, for me, it was amazing to be able to help these coaches get back on their feet and be able to understand that, hey, I can still do what I love, but online. So for me, you know, I would say always knowing what my purpose, yes, but fulfillment is now what's being fulfilled. I would say starting of this last year, I would say fulfillment has really started in my life now. Right. And I would say you said you lost your, your gym with your partners, right? Let me ask you, at that moment when that happened, I don't need to go into how that happened or why it happened, but did you ever at that moment go, oh, come on, you know, like a lot of people would, you know, all of a sudden it's yep. going well, the money's coming in, you get to that point and it's like the why me thing and why is this yep. happening? Or did you look at it like right on, you know, this is, uh, this is obviously the next step that the universe is bringing to me. 
I'll tell you right now, it's funny because I think that it was one of these things where I'm like, I feel like it had to happen because I was doing this, I was doing social media hard and I was growing fast, but this was still slowing me down a little bit from mm-hmm. going even faster. And I think that it was a blessing disguise. And really what happened was that we, we had a building and the owner of that building had four other buildings next to it. And this other guy came out and bought them all out. So he sold it to another guy. So that new guy became our owner um, where we were renting at. And he wanted to basically triple our rent. And mm. here in Miami, it's not that, ex- it's not that cheap. So right. um, especially during that time where, um, you know, I wasn't nearly making to what I'm making now. So it was one of those things where we both had to, we ought to look at each other and said, you know what, this is not feasible. It's not going to be able to, you know, pay our bills and our own bills. We're only going to be able to break even and there's no profit coming in. So we had to make that choice and just cut it down and, you know, be able to go our separate ways. But for me, like you said, it wasn't like a, holy crap, what I'm going to do now. This is not fair. I think it was more of like, okay, yeah, we didn't want this to happen. I didn't want this to happen, but I'm good. And I can now actually dedicate more time to this. And I was actually thinking of like, wait, I can do this more now. I should be doing this more now online. Okay, cool. This is what I got to do. So I was more like, I think it was more of a, of a opportunity in disguise to make me realize, okay, everything's going digital guys. Mm-hmm. Um, dive in and pour in more on digital, especially in this realm, because it is going to take off, you know, and look, and like I said, look what COVID did, right? Look what COVID mm-hmm. did. And everything I, went I, to zoom. I mean, I was doing my show, before COVID and now, and I, I remember thinking because I had three other talk shows locally in the desert and I had three cameramen shoot. I mean, it was very costly You know, I had to have sponsors. And so I'm like, you know, I'm not willing to lose all my money and do that again, but I still need to do this. I mean, you know, I've been at this for, you know, people think, oh, you just started this. Now, this is like 12 years of, of doing, you know, it's not my first role in, in doing a show. And so I remember thinking, is it going to look too like homemade? And now everybody's doing it. So it was like right on. I was like, I kind of ahead of the head of the curve. And, you know, I want everybody to hear this because, you know, when I know for me and I think for a lot of people out there, we're very attached to the outcome. We're either attached to where we are, even though we want more. And then, you know, life will bring us a change of situation. And we shy away from it because we don't know the absolute, like what's going to happen next. It's like free falling into something that you don't know what's going to happen. And you know what? I, I firmly believe if life brings it to you, then it's also going to bring you the wherewithal and the capabilities to fulfill that. And I think everybody really, you know, you don't get to the next level without feeling some, some sort of fear. Do you agree with that? 100%. I'll tell you right now, anybody that tells you, the the most even the most successful people fear and if anybody tells you they don't have fear or doubts or scaredness they're telling bullshit um and the reason why i'm saying that is because at the end of the day those doubts those fears those that that way of that that maybe scary mindset that might linger in your head and thought process every now and then it's embedded in you in your dna from your childhood from your traumas from your experiences now the difference is is can i become the best manager of my fears my doubts my limitations absolutely that's the biggest thing. It's not uh, not saying, oh, I'm fearless and nothing, nothing I'm scared of. That's impossible. It's always going to linger. It's how can I become the best manager at managing these things so that way they don't 
hinder on my growth, my, my progress. So that way I know how to snap my fingers and say, you know what, I'm going to stop this right now before it continues to hurt me. And when you can become the best manager at managing those fears and doubts, then that's when the game finishes because now you know how to, you know how to identify the trigger. You know how to be able to react to it the right way. You know how to be able to crush it on the spot. And then now you can continue to move forward. And that's, that's absolutely it. Be in control of your thoughts. Like I've said a million times before, you're not, you don't have any control of what thoughts come into your mind, but you have control of the thoughts that stay in your mind. So why don't, you know, while we're on this subject, why don't you just give us a couple, like if you do start feeling fear, what are some tools that you do to get out of it and get yeah. back into a powerful sure. mindset? So for me, you know, I think that environment is key, right? So um, I noticed that a lot of times when the fears and doubts come in, it has to do a lot too with the environment you're in, right? Because something might have triggered you, or it could have been something you saw on your phone. So it'd be something you saw on your laptop, could have been something around you in your environment that maybe triggered something to make you fear, fear, fear that fear or bring some memory up. And then you're like, oh, shoot, what do I do now? The moment I f- feel that, whether it's like having my phone in my hand or my laptop or just being where I'm at could be here right now in my home i'll drop everything because i don't i maybe i don't know what it was until i actually sit back and think about it i'll drop everything i'm doing i get out and i go for a walk mm-hmm. um and, the reason, and i'll even leave my phone i'll just take mm-hmm. my key and the mm-hmm. reason is i'll sit there and, and what i like to do because i think a lot of people try to also run away and not, they don't want to even figure out what caused it I, I, I like that was me my whole life i was just I like, like bury my head in the sand yep mm-hmm. i want to know what caused it so i'll sit there and i'm like what triggered to make me feel this way? And then I can sound like, oh man, so it was, it was because I was going through this and it reminded me of this and it made me think of this. And that's why I'm thinking that, okay, cool. Now I know from next, now I know next time how to catch this quicker and not let me affect this certain way. So I take time to also change, change the area I'm in, right? Change the things I had that maybe could have caused that. Go outside. I like to go outside because I think being outside releases everything. And then totally. you, ingest new, you ingest new energy. So go outside for a walk you know, breathe a little bit, you know, take some deep breaths and then move around. Maybe you do like a quick little back and forth jog. Maybe you do some squats. Maybe you just do some quick push-ups. It doesn't have to be any thing crazy. You can do a little five minute movement uh, session, but that movement session right there and you taking yourself is going to change your state of mind, right? It's going to change your your physiological state. So now you're going to be able to come back, reset yourself, align yourself again and then what I like to do is when I, before I go back into that place, I like to tell myself, you know, some affirmations. So I'll be like, Hey, I'm more than, I'm more than capable to control my mind. I'm more than capable to control what happened. I'm more than capable to control my success and where I'm going to go. And when I go back in there, I'm going to crush it, you know? And I like to tell myself that. And then I go back in, I'm in a much better position. I'm realigned. I'm focused. Um, and then I know where I need to pick things up again. Right, exactly. It's all about how much you give yourself credit for, because, you know, the fear really is I'm not capable of handling this. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like and 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 when I used to get like that, it was like every challenge that came up, it was like, oh, what now? Like my mind was trained to believe that you're supposed to get to a certain point and then it's you're then you're parked and you're good. And any obstacle comes up, it's like, oh, what now? And instead of looking at it like that, once I shifted from that to this is an adventure, this is exciting. The exciting part, the part that scared me, which was not knowing what's next, actually excites me now. 
Yep. You know, and I, 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 I'm going to share something right now that last year at this time, I would, wanted to take a uh, place at the beach for the summer. And you know what? All those thoughts. Well, what if, what if that, and then, and then if it's not, the, you know, all those, and, and it prevented me from doing it. And this year, uh, just a year later, I'm doing it. I'm going down to find a place. And it's not even like, I'm not even, you know, it's funny because I, I finished, I keep talking about Grant Cardone's uh, 10X uh, book, rule book, but it's one of the best books, most inspirational books that I've read in a long time. And he's like, say yes and figure it out later. And he's absolutely right. And, you know, you said something along those lines. In fact, um, you say, sell it, be- sell it before you create it. You said the same thing. T- talk to me about that. 100%. So my whole thing behind sell it before you create it is basically, and this, this is coming from an issue that I've seen a lot with coaches, right? Working with coaches. A lot of times coaches um, are scared to put their programs out or they're scared to launch whatever they're trying to launch, a service, a product. And this can go for anybody. But talking about coaches and what I do in my industry and my whole biggest thing is I tell them, hey, you're good enough already right now to design a program. You've been doing it. You know how to do it. You're ready. The problem is you feel that you're not. And in your head, you're telling yourself you're not. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to challenge you this week. You're going to go and sell something before creating it. Because now what it's going to do is going to light fire under your ass. Because if you don't create it, that's on you. So now it doesn't look good. So you need to make sure that you're going to go sell that. Now it's going to put your ass to work. Because now you have a deadline that you tell them, hey, now that you sold it, you tell them, hey, I'm going to work on your program. Your program is going to be ready in seven days. So now you have seven days to also give yourself to actually work on it, but you give yourself a deadline because you already sold it. Um, And for me, that was something that I used for myself because I was like that. You know, I was always like that. And sometimes it would come because maybe I didn't think I was good enough, right? You know, sometimes that that imposter syndrome kicks in. And, you know, you need to use some of these mindset, what I call mindset principles to be able to get you out of some of these mindset issues that you're having uh, just to be able to fuel you up a little bit. So for me, that's where I got the seller before you created because of that reason. You see that a lot, not just in coaches, but in most people, why they don't start anything, right? Mm-hmm. And it's they're scared or they don't know, know enough information to even get things moving in the first place. Um, and then you also get people who feel that they need to get more and more and more information, which oh, I yeah. think is the issue that we're having now in today's world and I say this all the, all the time, and I mentioned in Clubhouse a lot, is, you know, there's so many great resources right now, and so many people are taking notes, ingesting information, and the biggest thing I tell people all the time is that I guarantee that most of you are going to grab this information not even do anything with it, because you still feel that you need more information. You need yeah, to it, it, more it's not It's not about you need it. Like, I had, it's funny, because my third bedroom, I had a whole wall with certifications, certifications, diplomas. I need one more. I need one more. And you know what? Procrastination. A lot of times people go, well, that's just me being lazy or I don't have enough time. Hear me that procrastination is a mask for fear. That's all it is. It's a mask for fear because you know what? Uh, You're never going to be, you're never ready to have a baby. You're never ready. You know, I mean, when is the right time to have a baby? Seriously, you can always talk yourself out of something. And I think the important thing is here too. I think you're going to agree with me is once you, that you start going down that rabbit hole, of the fear, one goes to the next. And when you, you've just really got to stop it right there because I can talk myself out of something I used to. Now I don't because I have the tools, but I used to be able to talk myself out of something in two minutes. Even oh, it was something that I really wanted. I knew that my heart needed it. I know my soul needed it. And I just, and, it, and then here's what happens after that. When you do that and you procrastinate and you don't take action, 
you actually feel worse about yourself because you're telling your psyche that you're not capable. And every time you don't fulfill something you know you need to do, you're telling your psyche you're not capable. So you're just, you're just building this mountain in front of you, right? So like, get out of it right away. Love that you said that because it is true. Get out, get out in your own, get out, of, get out of your own way because your own way is what's holding you back. And I'm, yeah. and, and that's why for me, like, I'm like, guys, you have so much information already. Like, go do something with it. Like, just go do something with it. Like, you don't need more. Like, you don't need to go listen to that person now. You don't need to go to, don't even listen to more of me now. Just go do it. Just go actually put it to work. And it's funny because I always call it, I call that infobesity. Um, the, the retaining of too much. Oh, I like that. I'm going to take that one. There I'm going to steal go. that. Infobesity, like obesity, but too much info. Yeah, I got it. Okay. So that, that for me, it's just like, go apply something with it now because yeah. I guarantee you that you're going to overwhelm yourself even with all that info you got. You don't even know where to start. So just start with one. Just grab one of those things and start with one. Well, and that, I'm glad you said that, Anthony, because that's part of the loop. Because then you start thinking, I've got to do this. Then I got to, I mean, I would be worn out by those two minutes. I'm like, oh, forget it. I'm just overwhelmed. And then when I get overwhelmed, I would get into paralysis, paralysis analysis. And then that's, so you got to take one thing, one, one step. I don't believe there's any mistakes as long as you learn from it. That's right. You know what? Right. And if you think you're going to go through life without making mistakes, then, you know, you're not living. So, you know, there is, there is the one side and there's the other side. So, yep. you know, um, you talk about living intentionally and I am completely behind that. And it took me years and years and years. I used to write, I used to do affirmations. I used to pray, but it was more like a hoping, please, somebody help me. You know, it's like, I would go through my day. I check off my, my list of things to do. But I never, I never set intentions for the day. And that's the first thing before I get out of bed. You know, yeah. my, the first thing I always say is, God, show me the best way that I can serve today. And that is coming from a place of, I've said this so many times before too, go through life with a, a, a pitchers on the pitcher's mound, not being the catcher. Don't go into life wanting to receive because if you give first, the laws of reference, uh, you know what I'm saying? Reprocity, you know what I'm saying? The re the return, okay? It does come back to you. And I think most people have that wrong too. I wait till I see the sign, you know? And I'm a firm believer in faith. And that's what really turned my life around is, is a firm belief in whatever, whether you want to call it God, the universe, energy, whatever it is. And, you know, faith, the, the, the definition of faith is believing in things unseen. Yep. Most people are waiting for it to show up, to believe in it, and then they'll make a move. And that, again, I've said this so many times, we've been taught everything backwards, right? And just like you said about sell it first, what, you know, sell it and Re sell it and then create it. It's like reverse engineering your goals. Um, so how do you live intentionally? Like, do you have any things that you do every day that, I mean, what does your day look like when you live intentionally? Yeah. So I would say, I think I look at it more overall as like, for me, it's, and I've learned this through time and, and now more and more, especially as um, through my podcast and some of the things I do and just listening to some of these high performers, it, it all goes down to this. And I've come to realize that it's, what are the most important things for you in your life first? And what are your, what are your successes? So, right, right. What are your successes? Knowing what your successes are for some people, one might be money first and this second one might be something else first and that second. That's okay. Right. They're all important, um, but we're listing out your successes. And then for me is what I've come to realize is um, 
you have your four pillars. So you have your first pillar, which I think it's, it's the most crucial one. And then pillar number one is health. Um, mm-hmm. You need to be intentional with your health. So number one, my first and most important pillar is health. Now with your health, that falls under nutrition, falls under uh, physical movement, um, mental movement and spirituality, right? So making sure and recovery, making sure that those things fall under your health. That's number one, right? Mm-hmm. So being intentional with your health and making sure that's implemented on a daily basis. Number two, it's your self-care. Um, I tell people all the time, if you're not dating yourself, you're losing. So you got to be able to date yourself. Yes. Uh, taking care of yourself. Yes. So, yep. Super important. Yes. So, yeah. And with all these people that are waiting, I did it for years, waiting for somebody. No, date, date I love that. Too. Date yourself. Treat yourself like, you know, don't wait for somebody to come over to bring out the good stuff, the good china, the the, the great oh. wine glasses. You celebrate yourself every single day. Love it. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that Yep. And that's why I say like, it, and I tell people start at least once a week, at least where you take yourself out to do something you love, right? Maybe you, maybe you love this restaurant, take yourself out on your own, enjoy it. Be you. Yeah, exactly. Be by yourself. You yes. can actually think, you can actually sit there and enjoy that moment with you. You don't need somebody else there and have that self-love for you. And then if it's another hobby, maybe you could play, go play basketball with you, with, with you or some people and do that. You know what I mean? Do something you love. Right? It so also, care. again, signifies to your psyche that you are worth it all yes. by yourself. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And that you're yeah. more than equal to achieving success all by yourself. Right. Uh, and then number after, num- after self-care, number three is family, family and friends. So um, and it, family and friends means carving out time for them, or it could be simply um, every day or at least a few times in the week. Hey, send them a message. Just tell them, hey, I love you, mom. I love you, yeah. dad. Yes. I love you brother. I love you. So whatever it is, or to your friends, Hey, I care about you. I admit, Hey, I want to see, Hey, let's set something up. Like being intentional with making sure that you're taking care of that is super important. And then lastly, it's your business, right? So making sure you're intentional with your business or your work, depending what it is that you do um, and making sure that you're prioritizing the most important things that you need to get done for your work. So that way later on, it doesn't jeopardize your other things. So you're not rushing, trying to catch up um, later in the day, and then it jeopardizes all the other stuff that you got to do, which are most important for you, like your your health, your self-care, your your family, which is most times what happens. So what I tell people all the time, priority list, instead of thinking business first, health, self-care, family, think of health, fa- uh, self-care, family, business, because if these three are are operating, you're going to pour into your business every yeah, Absolutely. Day. Absolutely. People that don't take care of themselves that, that eat like crap. Sorry to say that, you know, I'm, I've said worse words on here, but seriously, they don't understand how that affects their mood. You know what I'm saying? And not even just your physical appearance, but it seriously, the, I used to like not eat during the day mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how much that affected my brain chemistry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, we do all these things for aesthetics. But it, I, but it, I tell people all the time, like if you don't take care of your health, you can't take care of your self-care. If you can't take care of your health and self-care, you can't pour into your family and friends. And then if, if you, you can't, can't pour into anybody, health, again, we were taught that all backwards. It's selfish to think about yourself first. No, it's not. If you don't think about yourself first, you cannot be there for anybody. So anybody that's listening and going, oh, if I only had a husband, if I only had a boyfriend, if you're not giving that to yourself, you're not going to find the right person. You're just going to keep changing faces, right? I agree. I go, you got to be selfish to be selfless. So you have online fitness you have online fitness programs is that true well i so for myself you see yeah. me designing them for people so i used to do online fitness co- programs now i 
Now I'm teaching all those coaches how to build them for themselves. How did now, does that like what? So that would be a, a fitness, just like, you know, Jillian Michaels, something like, so where you do the, in front of a video, is that, is that what the, the, the courses look like? So, so basically the premise of what I'm taking with teaching these coaches now, it's, I like to work with what they want to do. Right. So it's like, what do you want to do? Right. There's different ways. You got the whole one-on-one live streamings. You got the pre-recorded um, programs. You got the on-demand, which is more similar to like Janine Michael style on-demand live stream. Um, so it's kind of seeing what they want to position themselves at. And then from there, we can start building deliverables and the packages around packaging those different offers. And then from there goes the whole marketing, the branding, the selling, um, teaching them lead generation, everything to go push out that product that they want to push out now. So there's no right or wrong. Um, it's more about like what it is that you want to do that makes you happy. How are we going to package it to go deliver that online? And let's go deliver that. Now, keep in mind. Um, are there some that are a little more time consuming than others? 100%. Are there some that are going to give you more time freedom? 100%. But at the end of the day, it goes, what makes you happy, right? right. I tell people all the time, it's what makes you happy. If you're happy doing the one-on-ones and that's what you want to keep doing, then do it. But understand that also online is just giving you a different way to do it, right? And you need exactly. to, because if you're not online, you will get pushed out. Um, doesn't mean you can't be doing that because if that's what you prefer, then do it. And I'll help you do that. But as well as if you are somebody who said, you know what, I am getting burnout doing one-on-one sessions in person, then why are you going to come on here and do one-on-one sessions in here? It's the same crap as doing it in person. Exactly. So, exactly. Well, now that I know that, we're going to stick to the different models. We're going to either go on demand or we're going to go pre-recorded, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we're going to start molding your offer so that way you can get more of the time freedom that you want because that's what originally what you wanted. So I work around what they're looking for basically what they want. And then I provide those needs to be able to get them what they want um, with their program. Right. And then, you know, obviously you believe in all the universal laws, I mean, of intention and desire and everything else. So th- does that part of your coaching? I would think it is. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I, I take everybody first of all, mindset portion, um, yeah. understanding mindset, the principles, the issues, uh, making sure that they're aligned with themselves, building clarity, um, I love this tool called the seven levels deep where I ask themselves a different seven times until they reach their deep why. So have them go through um, a, a whole segment going downwards, starting with what you feel you might think is your real why, and it actually doesn't end up being your real why until you reach that seventh level. Yes. So I love going through that exercise all the time. And then, and then obviously other tools to be able to um, put everything down and see where it is that you want to take your business to in the next few years. Um, what is, what is your mindset behind that? Why do you want to take it there? You know, so I always want to make sure that the, the mindset portion is, is, is first before anything, because for me, I'm, I'm a huge believer. The first two things I teach is mindset and create a high performing schedule. So I tell people all the time, if you can't have those two dialed in, all these other sexy tools are not going to work. It doesn't not, matter. You're right. Mindset, high performing schedule. In my high performing schedule, I'm always telling people it's like, What's most important for you? And then cut the crap out. And the way I teach that is um, hand it off, um, delegate it, or stop doing it. So yes, how absolutely. Can we to, exactly. And then how can we able to see what are those things that we need to do? Automate it. Maybe you should start automating your groceries. Stop wasting an hour going to the, the market. And maybe you gain an hour by just automating it online, have it delivered to you. Now you gain an hour for your business, or you gain an hour for your family, or you gain an hour for yourself. Yep. Right. All those pillars going back to those pillars. 
Now you gain that extra hour that you can pour into something else that you originally said, I don't have time, but let's, let's optimize our time. Let's make our time useful and do it correctly. Yeah. And then um, from there, you start plugging in um, in your calendar, what's most important? Don't leave, don't leave white gaps. If you look at your calendar, it has a white a, gap. A, exa exactly. No, I mean, I mean, I take that to the extreme. I choke twice this week <laughs> because I swear to God, I was throwing something in my, in my, you know, it, down my throat and it was a big chunk. And I swear to God, I was, I was late. I, it, it may be behind getting to a client. And I'm like, Tina, you, I've got to slow down a little bit. Okay. So yeah, you right. can't take that to the extreme. I, I create little buffers when I know I have something bad. I'm like, all right, five minute buffer, five minute buffer. I'll put yeah, it in five my minutes. That's about, that sounds like me. That's about all yeah. you allow yourself, but you know what? You just feel like it's just, it's, you said something earlier about consistency. I mean, because I really believe that consistency, intention, and action, you're going to be successful. And yeah. let's go back to the social media. I don't, I, I'm not going to go into how you learned it all because you know what? I got to salute you. I've really got to applaud you because that is not, that's something that is almost like a business into itself. But the one thing that is probably the most, two most important things in social media is consistency and being authentic. And I think of one of your, uh, your videos on Instagram, I saw, was talking because, you know, I hear it from all the time with my clients. I don't like the way I look. Well, you know, if you don't like the way you look, then change it. Okay. Do, do something. But you know what? The more that you do that, the more, you know, nobody's looking at the stuff that you, that you're looking at. They want, they want information. They want to know who you are. And that's what you said too. They want, you know, just posting you doing, uh, squats all day you know they want to know who you are as a person and that's how you get more followers and that's how you get more eyeballs on you and that's how you're going to get more business and that's amazing as a business coach that you actually offer that because i haven't heard that before i mean seriously i offer my clients a lot i mean i well actually it bleeds down from my social media team that i tell them that i didn't figure it out so i think that's 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 really amazing so anthony you have a podcast called sweat it out podcast tell us about that yeah, so basically the Sweat It Out podcast, it's, it's basically what we wanted to do was create a, a resource that's going to help our audience um, understand the way that these high performers operate on a daily basis, um, the way that they use their, their, their healthy habits to get them to the next level, the way that they be able to go about their day and keep them also not only getting to a high performer, but also maintaining high performance. Because I think that's another thing is it's not just getting there, it's how you maintain it. So we love to dive in and talk about some of these guests and how, they be, how, they're, how they're doing that on a consistent basis. And also where they started, you know, what it took them to get to, the, to, get them to the next level where they're at today. Because I think also to the journey of seeing where they were to how they developed these habits to make them high performers, I think it's very crucial. So we try to bring different uh, individuals from different areas, not just health and fitness, but from other industries as well that can they share those experiences. Because at the end of the day, what I've come to realize in my co-host is that a lot of these people from all these different industries, they all have some kind of health element incorporated into their high performing life. Um, and that's why we love bringing that to show people why health, fitness, wellness, mindset, um, and self-development is so important for the production and maintenance of your high-performance living. I love that because, you know, you always think it's like when you're first starting out, it's like, how do I get to the first level? But, you know, it's very true. I mean, if you think of a celebrity, okay, when they've, let's say they've made their first movie and they're, they're really, they've kind of arrived then there's a whole nother level of keeping it there and not getting like scared out of, you know, we've seen this part. a million times, right? So I never didn't even think about that part. It's always about 
finding your purpose and getting the first steps, but it's actually staying there once you're there. I love that. And it, it's funny because one of the things I teach my coaches is uh, let's say you're, let's say right now you're making 5k a month, right? You want to get to 10k and then you want to get to 20k and then you want to get to 30, 40, 50k. Each marker is a set of stairs with a, with a floor, right? So each stair that you get up to that's progress. But each floor that you get to, that's a plateau. That's a, that's a wall. That's a wall you hit because now guess what? You have your fears, your doubts, your limited beliefs that all hang out here. And then they creep up when you get to that floor. Cause now you're like, Oh man, I got to 10 K, but how'd they get to 20 K? What do yes. I do? So yes. guess what? Now your fears, your doubts, they come out right on that floor. And if you don't have a stronger mindset every time you can't get past that. So every time you go up those stairs, you need to have a stronger mindset than before. Yep. Because the fears, the doubts, the self-beliefs, they're all the same. It's, it comes from the same place. Exactly. It's yep. all the same. The way that you made 5K is the same doubts that you're going to make 50K. Same fear, yep. same everything, same belief system. So you have to just have a stronger mindset every time you climb up that ladder um, of success. And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many steps to it when you hear these high performers talk about how they grow and then maintain what they're doing when they get to that high level of success because those same fears, doubts from the past will creep up every now and then and try to hinder you and bring you back down. And you know what? It's just an extra zero because, you know, I hear this from my clients all the time. Well, I'm okay. You know, if I'm selling a house that's 500,000, oh, but I've got a listing appointment that's 2,000, 2 million. I'm like, a couple extra zeros. You handle yourself with integrity and tension the same way. If you, you know, keep up with your knowledge at all times, you know, and yeah, it's just, but you're right. You have to keep going back to that all the time. So let me see. Uh, let's see. We covered that. Oh, do you have a, do you have a coach? Do you have a mentor? Yeah. So um, I've worked with multiple ones. I've worked with one here in Miami, which actually was one of my first ones. Um, she was great. Her name was Angie Sanchez. Um, I also worked with David Meltzer for a bit as well. Great guy. Love yep. David. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to start doing some stuff with him again. Um, I've worked with uh, somebody else that goes by the name of Yaya Bakar and his team. Great guys. Um, I've worked with, um, uh, with Cole, great guys in the sales world. Um, I've done stuff with, uh, with Daniel G. He's another great guy in the sales world. Um, so I've worked with different, I've definitely have worked with many and different mentors, um, some more mindset oriented, some more sales oriented, um, a little bit more social media oriented. So, uh, for me, I keep myself going all the time. I don't stop having at least one mentor. And, and, and I usually try not to go beyond one, maybe two during the same time, because mm-hmm. I want to be able to work off those one or two. I yeah. I, 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 yeah I, you don't want too much information, but, exactly. but I think you've answered my question. So like, Somebody were to say, like, how important it is for me to have a mentor or a coach? I mean, um, I had who was it on Jeff Bensner? I think it was. He's actually he was a, a, a mentee of Dave Meltzer's, too. And he said, you can't afford not to have a coach or a mentor. Yep. I mean, you're navigating you this. You know, you might get there, but it's going to take you so much longer. And it's like, well, I don't have the money for that. Just as you said, like when you're in your in your schedule, you can always find the money. Stop spending money on stupid Take shit. You can afford like a coach, right? 100%, 100%. I tell people all the time when there's a way, there's a will, you always figure it out. Money is just one objection to be able to hide the deep rooted, the deep, the, the deep, right? Exactly. Say yes and figure it out later. Right mm-hmm. on. Exactly. 
100 percent it's same thing sell it before you create it just go put yourself out there doing it and you'll figure it out and you actually like that's how i have to keep operating I love it. I love your energy. I love you. You are amazing. You. And I'm so glad that I had you on. And anybody who has not checked out his Instagram, I mean, you're missing it out. I mean, I seriously, I have to do this for research when I interview somebody, but yours, I was like, no, I want to watch another one. No, I don't want you. You really, you are so vibrant. You're like, what's infectious. You're, you're infectious and you obviously know what you're doing. So um, how do people reach you, Anthony? Yeah, so uh, I, I definitely we can start. I think I think Instagram, since we were saying it, if you want to reach out to me, Instagram. And one thing about me is that, yes, as much as I have a team of people that run my stuff and help me, I am very involved when it comes to my platform. So when you when you reach out to me, um, and it's definitely something coming out of a, a good place and you want to connect, I will connect with you. I'll, I always tell my team members, hey, somebody wants to connect with me, let me know because I will connect with them. Or if I see it myself, I will respond. So you will get a response regardless, yeah. some way or form from me. Um, and I'm a voice note guy, so I love dropping voice notes. Yeah, so you, you do. You know, it's a <laughs> you know it's a voice note for me. I love that. Nobody and else can copy me. <laughs> no, and you know, be honest with you, you're absolutely right because you, you're very responsive. But you know, I got to be honest with you. You know, it says like misery loves company. Hmm. I'm thinking you're doing all your social media by yourself, and it's just kind of nice to know that you're not because I started to feel like, oh, what's wrong with me? Because I, I admit it, I don't do all of it. But you know yep. what? When you're that, I mean, I have this. I, I coach 40 clients. Uh, it, it is a full-time job. You know, if you want to get back to everybody and, and build your business, it is almost impossible to do it by yourself, it especially when you reach these levels. So anyway, so th- there, there's that. And then there is the um, uh, Sweat It Out podcast. Is that on most platforms? Yeah. So I'll go. So, my, so that way people know my Instagram is at Mendes Fitness. Uh, so if you want to connect there, DM me, trust me, I'll, I'll write back, make sure DM. Hey, I heard you from Tina's podcast, Tina's podcast, Tina's segment, and I'll make sure for sure. I'll even get back to you as soon as possible. Um, and then for my podcast, you guys can check it out. It's called the sweat, sweat it out podcast. We're on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, um, Stitcher, iHeart, you name it. Yeah. You uh, name it. I think you're on everyone. Ones. Yeah. Um, and then also too, if you want to email me, you guys can email me at mendisfitnesspro at gmail.com. Um, I'll get back to you guys as well through my email. Um, and then also find me on clubhouse. I'm definitely trying to be as more active on clubhouse, um, as well. now that I have a little more time freeing God up. God bless you. I don't so, <laughs> Trying to be more active on there. That's a two and a half hour commitment yes. minimum. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but I got invited today to like, come on and speak. And start I'm with like, what you have. Right. Start with yeah. what you have. Cause what yeah. you have is plenty. Right. Yeah. So, at, at Anthony Mendez, um, make sure that, you know, I'll, I'll say, if you guys connect, you'll see any of the rooms I pop in, ask questions. Um, I love to be able to just deliver as much value as I can. Um, it's almost like another podcast in itself. It's just it is. Like, it really so, is. But you know what? You get to actually ask questions to the people, which is kind of nice. I mean, it's not just listening. It's interactive. If I'll they, t- if they right get now. to the, Yeah. You definitely, I'll tell you right now, and in, 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 even in the industry, like as, as in the industry leaders and in, in the audience, quality of audience, you really kick out the tire kickers that don't really want to go on there for getting value. Like you really keep the quality people that want to be able to learn, right? Yeah. Oh, because it's a time commitment. That's why. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I like it because of the fact you get more serious people than you do in other platforms sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just makes it a much easier process. And only to, on, on, on top of that, it's, it's energy. Um, it's personality that you get to share. People get to actually hear what you're saying. So 
if you do end up working with somebody or do communicate with them, they already, they already heard you. They know how you sound. They know how you portray right. yourself. And that they right already there, know. Exactly. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Big trust factor. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, Anthony. Um, like I said, I just, I totally dig you. You are just, I, I can't say enough good things about you and you. you never met in person, but this is the way it's going to be. If I ever make it to Miami, you ever make it out to California, we'll do I'll it. One August, August, August 12th. I'll be in California. Oh, awesome. Which yeah. part? Um, so I'm actually going to be in, it's going to be Newport. That's where I'm, Newport. That's where okay. I'm going starting June 1st. Shoot, okay. I'm going to be doing a segment Done with Bedros. You know Bedros? What's that? Bedros. Have you heard of Bedros? No. So, look, he's a really cool guy. So, I'm going to be doing a podcast. Me and Josh are going to go and do a podcast out there with him and then vice versa. And we'll probably meet up with David and stuff like that as well. So, okay. we're definitely looking for that. We'll definitely have to meet up in person. Yeah, we definitely will. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest and thank you for all for listening. If you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, it's Tina Marks TV. And of course, you know where to find my podcast. Thank you uh, all for joining in. We will see you again next week.